0: A reading from the book on Numbers. Raising his eyes, Balaam saw Israel settled, tribe by tribe. The Spirit of God came on him, and he declaimed his poem as follows. The prophecy of Balaam, son of Beor. The prophecy of the man with far-seeing eyes. The prophecy of one who hears the words of God. He sees what Shaddai makes him see receives the divine answer, and his eyes are opened. How fair your tents are, Jacob! How fair your dwellings, Israel! Like valleys that stretch afar, like gardens by the banks of a river, like aloes planted by Adonai, like cedars beside the waters. A hero arises from their stock. He reigns over countless peoples. His king is greater than Agag, and his kinship held in honor. He then declaimed this poem as follows. The prophecy of Balaam, son of Beor, the prophecy of the man with far-seeing eyes, the prophecy of one who hears the words of God, of one who knows the knowledge of the Most High. He sees what Shaddai makes him see, receives the divine answer, and his eyes are open. I see him but not in the present, I perceive him but not close at hand, a star is emerging from Jacob, a scepter is rising from Israel, to strike the brow of Moab, the skulls of all the children of Seth. Good morning. This reading today is very interesting, it speaks about the prophecy of the prophet Balaam and a prophecy of blessing for Israel. And you know it is interesting because Balaam was a stranger, was a foreigner, was not a prophet from the people of Israel. And actually, he had been sent by the king of Moab, that was one of the kings of Canaan, of the land of Canaan, the promised land for Israel. For Israel, um, He was sent by this king to curse Israel. And why was he supposed to curse Israel? Because um, Israel was... Uh, Uh, had already fought against two of the other kings of Canaan and uh, he had defeated them. And so also the king of Moab was uh, a little bit worried about, uh, you know, this emerging strength uh, in the people of Israel. Uh, But when Balaam sees the tents of Israel and, you know, the you know, the, the people of Israel, then he feels in his heart that he cannot curse it. He has to bless it. And uh, and because he feels that the Lord is what the Lord, that he doesn't know because he doesn't know the, the Lord, the, the, the God of Israel, but he feels that that is the will of God to bless Israel instead of cursing him. and uh, And I think this is very beautiful because it tells us... Uh, Um, What are the characteristics of the true prophet? As is written in this poem, the true prophet is the one who has far-seeing eyes, is the one who hears the words of God, is the one whose eyes are opened. And, um, And how is it possible for a person to have his eyes open so that he can prophesy truthfully? Um that's a question of purifying our gaze. Each one of us is called to be a prophet. Um, and actually, you know, through our baptism, we are all being constituted prophets, kings, and priests of our God. And so to be a prophet means to be able to speak the word of God, to be able to say something about the mystery of God. But we will be able to do so if, of course, we have a gaze that is pure enough to be able to see the mystery of God. And, uh, you know, uh, for Balaam, actually, in this prophecy, it was so true that he was able even to prophesy the coming of the Messiah. The last words of this reading speak exactly about um, the scepter rising from Israel and the star emerging from Jacob, and that is exactly a prophecy of the coming of the Messiah, the scepter emerging, rising from Israel, is the scepter of the new king, the king of Israel, that is the Messiah. And it's a very interesting, in the catacombs in Rome, in one of the catacombs, there is this very, very ancient fresco uh, painting on the wall that represents a woman sitting with a baby on her lap and a man standing, indicating a star. And so this is the oldest. Is a very first of all, is the oldest refiguration of Mary, uh, because the woman with the baby on her lap is, of course, the Virgin Mary with Jesus. Uh, so it's the oldest uh, representation of Mary in the uh, uh, in the Western churches, but. Um, uh, but the man standing indicating the star is the prophet balaam, so it 's a very, very old representation of this prophecy. But this uh, passage is very important for us it 's basically telling us that if we want to talk for God, if we want to become prophets of God, we need to have to purify our gaze and how can we do that first of all, spending more time in reading in meditating. Um, on the readings, on the Word of God, because that will tell us, that will already purify our gaze. But also in... uh, Uh, trying to understand more, to ponder more the the meaning of life, uh, uh, whatever is behind and beyond what we usually do, is to interrupt the routine of things that we busy our day and to be able to stop and contemplate, contemplate what is essential. Uh, is to be able to look at the other person as an image of God, as someone that is bringing me richness, and not only someone that can be um, an inconvenience or can be an obstacle in the accomplishment of things that I need to do. Um, And I think before Christmas, ten day before Christmas, uh, I think this is an important message for us. If we want to understand the mystery of God occurring at Christmas, Let's start from this, from being able to to open our eyes and really to look at what is essential in our lives, at the real meaning of our lives, of the blessings that God is giving us, and and to stop um, all the... Uh, franticness of all the things that we need to do, especially before Christmas. And today is the feast also St. John of the Cross, the mystical doctor, as he is called, the great reformer of the Carmelite Order, along with St. Teresa of Avila. And he was especially, you know, a a man able to really see the mystery of God and perceive the mystery of God. Let's ask for his intercession so that we may be able to do the same. So for today as a resolution, let's just stop and uh, at things that happen throughout the day and let's recall the blessing, the presence of God in all these things. And so let's consider them as a blessing, as a gift, and not so much for what we see about them on a superficial level. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a beautiful day and continuation of Advent.